Hey now, we're doing it live. You're listening to the Julio from New York Show 2.0, episode 125, The Burn Momentum. Recorded live on Thursday, February 27, 2020. This here is my audio diaries where I rant, I rave, I reminisce, and I spew whatever is on my mind. This week's episode will be a short one. Not a lot has gone since the last recording. Uh, We will talk a lot about the Bernie Sanders situation, as the title suggests. A little bit of my current life story. And um, a little other things here and there. Not not a lot to do. Of New York City. It's going to be a short episode, like I said. So uh, we'll get we'll get it going once the music stops. And welcome back to the show. Once again, I'm your host Julio from New York. This is episode 125, the Burn Momentum. And as I mentioned, it's recorded live today, Thursday. February 27, 2020. So a little bit about myself since the last recording. As you know, things have been happening with my personal life and that I have to find a, uh, a place. I have to stop going to school. I got to start working full time, all that jazz. So it's promising. I, I've, it's um, The promising news is that I already locked down a, a place in Queens. Lockdown meaning uh, I, I put down the deposit. I did, I'm doing the approval process. Uh, someone is currently living in the apartment that I'm going to try to rent out. Uh, but hopefully within a few days, I'll get to check out the place. I'll get the approval. And possibly within weeks instead of months, as previously reported, I will have a new place in Queens. So, speaking of Queens... I also need to find a full-time job. Ideally, I would want my full-time job at my current location, being as I'm moving to Queens, the transportation would be such that the travel time is shorter, cut in half almost, and not only do... Well, that make... I mean, that life that's just going to make my life easier in general, commute-wise, because even the weekend schedule of the trains won't really be a factor anymore because it will be within walking distance. It won't be the two-block walking distance of my previous Queens location that made me transfer to my Queens job, but it'll be like a 20-minute walk, a 30-minute walk, 20 to 30 minutes, which is doable. I can do a 20-minute, 30-minute walk. It's good exercise in general anyways, and... Yeah, it, it's just perfect if I can manage that uh, ideal situation. So I spoke to my my manager, my my boss, if you will, and if I wait it out, a full time position may open up, or I can apply to other locations. Now, ironically, there are. Um, if I was to, if I were to stay where I'm currently living, which I'm not going to be, 
there is my previous location that's within walking distance right now that I was working at when I was in Queens, which is why I switched to the Queens location because, you know, the walking situation and I hated the commute. And then ironically, six months later, I ended up moving back to the city and I had my old location laughing at me in my head, of course, laughing at me as I would take the train to Queens during the weekends, which is what I was trying to avoid. Nonetheless, there are currently full-time positions for my job, for my current position and possible promotional positions at my old place. At my new place, there is a position for a promotional position, which I didn't even consider, but as being as I'm looking for a full-time position and I definitely am skilled enough and I hit all the requirements for it, I might as well apply for it. No one offered it to me. I didn't even think to make the initiative because I wasn't thinking about being a lifelong Apple employee. I was thinking about school, which no longer is in my future. So I might as well look to better my job prospects as well, since that's going to be my thing. And I definitely could use the money on top of working full time. I would also like the raise. Why not? And of course, a better job skill set, which would just make the job all the more Fe- you know, not feasible, but more entertaining, not more entertaining, but interesting. It'll, it'll keep me, it'll, it'll give me something to look forward to because it won't be the dreariness of my current job that I've been doing uh, for two years. It'll be something a little different. I'll be able to work on compute on computers as well as phones. So why not learn that skill set? Because that is what is, is, that is what is expected of my a person in my position anyways, that that is like the ideal lofty job position to apply for. And it's currently available right now. So I might as well attempt uh, an interview process if, uh, if uh, you know, if it's a possibility to do so, especially since I'm trying to get a full-time job, that is a full-time job position. Why not apply for it? Because my current position, there are no full-time positions available. And uh, so, yeah, that's what I'm thinking about right now. And that is my current living situation uh, regarding finding a place and uh, job possibilities. Lastly, I want to say before we get right into the news chunk and all the other stuff, I, um, I'm back on the dating apps because I don't have school to distract me anymore. So why not find a mate? <laughs> but I'm not taking it too seriously. I... I don't know. Dating dating is a pain in the butt. It's it's dreary work. It's gruesome and I'm not finding people I'm not finding people that uh are calling to me in a way that I'm romanticizing, I guess. And that's maybe part of the problem. I I have this romantic ideal in my head of relationships that has been indoctrinated into me through romantic comedies that I am a fan of. So, yes, that might have warped my perceptions on relationships or possibilities of relationships or, or the whole romantic process, uh, process, but 
yeah, I'm looking at him. I'm I'm swiping right here and there, and uh, we'll see what what will come of that. Anyways, enough about me. And of course, I forgot the applause of the audience, but whatever. We're moving on. Let's get on with the news chunk. Okay, on to the news chunk. Not a lot to be said, really, other than three contests have happened, and three contests were won by Bernie Sanders. So Bernie Sanders is the front runner. He won Iowa, even though he didn't get the most delegates. He won the popular vote. He won New Hampshire. He Got the most delegates there. No, actually, they gave him and Peter the same amount of delegates, which is stupid. Makes no sense because he had more votes. But whatever. He won the popular vote in New Hampshire. And finally, Nevada came around, another caucus. And they also used an app like Iowa, but it wasn't as controversial. And it was a clear blowout by Bernie Sanders. He got like 46% of the vote in comparison to everyone else. Pete Buttigieg went from second place to like third uh joe biden i think went to second place in nevada um what's her name warren has dropped to fourth and i can't remember the rest but doesn't matter point is bernie was the he was leaps and jumps ahead of everyone he was at least 20 points ahead of second place he was like i said 46 44 percent Biden had 20-something percent, and with the exception, the, the difference, I should say, between Nevada, Iowa, and New Hampshire was that Nevada is a more multicultural state in comparison to Nevada and Iowa, which is mostly white. So in mostly white demographics, Bernie is still the more popular one but by a smaller margin. But you put in a place that's more diverse in culture. You have uh, your you have your Hispanics, you have your blacks, you have your you know other more younger people, uh, people of different industries, people of different uh, life backgrounds and Bernie is a clear favorite. It, there's no question that he's the favorite. So he's won three contests right now. So he's number 1 ahead of everybody. You can't deny it. And a lot of mainstream media is starting to see that. However, Bloomberg came into the picture. I think I I think I mentioned him in the New Hampshire debate, which was dreadful for him. He got destroyed by Elizabeth Sanders. And um and anyway, he had a second debate. Now the second debate, the well, the debate that happened in uh South Carolina this week because the the election the the primary i should say is going to happen this weekend i believe saturday so the debate was done by cbs and because bernie sanders is the front runner they all try to pound him everyone was attacking him from every angle including his old quote-unquote friend elizabeth sanders but he for the most part he he brushed it off but what also helped bernie in this event was that this debate was 
very badly moderated. So everyone was talking over each other. There was very little control, uh, getting people to silence and let people, you know, speak in turn. It was a lot of chaos going on. And of, of course, um, there was a lot of back and forth between a lot of other candidates, especially between the two billionaires. Well, not the two billionaires, but um, Steyer and Biden were going at it at some point in time because of their uh, uh, racist policies with, with crime. Uh, one being the crime bill that Biden pushed, uh, the other guy, Tom Steyer, having interest in private prisons. Bloomberg, of course, more of his dirt was leaked on the stage, helped, of course, by Elizabeth Warren, who's been attacking her him, not as much as the first debate that Bloomberg attended, but still just as bad because uh, more stuff came to light. They try to paint Bernie as a communist, Slash socialist, and of course Bernie pushed it, or as a Russian aide, and he just like that's ridiculous. But we do know that you, uh, Bloomberg, have close personal ties with a communist, uh, the uh, the head of uh, China. Uh, I forget his name, something Ping, Chi Chi Ping or something. I'm 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 horrible with names, but anyway. So uh, and of course Bloomberg had nothing to say about that because uh, he got you know caught to rights. <laughs> so anyways. Bernie is killing it. Bloomberg, despite all the millions and millions of dollars he's thrown in advertisement and stuff, these debates are destroying him. It's completely putting him back where he should be because uh, once people get to see him outside of his polished marketing campaign, they realize he is not a viable candidate the way the ads claim he is. And then once you actually see him and try to hear his actual responses in real time, you realize his policies are horrible. They're no better than Republican ideals because that's what he is. He is an, He's actually a Republican pretending to be a Democrat just so he can keep his uh, his tax cuts. And uh, Bloom, I'm sorry, Bernie is uh, exposing that, and as well as Elizabeth Warren, who's being more direct in in her attacks with uh, Bloomberg. But but their relationship, uh, Bernie and Elizabeth Warren, is definitely. Uh, pretty much non-existent at this point because Bernie tried to, at the end of the debate, he tried to, you know, shake her hand goodbye or whatever, and he she just waved them off, turned around, and walked away. So she's very upset. She's very, um, she's you know, she's upset that she's losing. She's a, she's a sore loser, and she's making these constant lies and attacks on Bernie, but her, um, her time to shine, her moment is gone. She made some horrible mistakes at getting... Obama and Clinton aides into her team. They gave her horrible uh, campaign advice. And uh, she's, you know, reaping uh, what she sowed, the seeds that she sowed, which was horrible, disingenuous tactics. And she's only furthering the image that she was disingenuous to begin with. She wasn't really a progressive politician she was pretending to be progressive and the real progressive is of course bernie sanders and if you want someone to represent your progressive uh platform and ideals you only have one person and it's and it's bernie sanders he's the only obvious choice for progressive progressive ideals and pushing the the country back towards the left towards the working class towards you know, everyone's benefit instead of just the oligarchs and the billionaires and the rich. And that's pretty much all I have for the news chunk. Let's go on to entertainment. 
Okay, so regarding entertainment, I actually have not really done anything since the last recording. Nothing new, I should say. Yeah, that's true. I apologize. I've been busy, you know, with the the whole job hunt and finding a place and just moving around and stressing out and, and picking up more shifts so I'm at work more. So I haven't really had a chance to watch anything different other than what I've already told you. As I mentioned, I've already finished Mythic Quest in the last episode, and I started a new show called uh, Zoe's Extraordinary, Extraordinary... Wow, I can't talk. Zoe's Extraordinary Playlist. And so I'm just caught up on that show. There's only been like three episodes, so I have only seen one extra episode since the last recording. And... um. That's it. I, I, I mentioned I was going to watch Parasite. I didn't. I definitely want to watch Once Upon a Time in Hollywood and uh, uh, several other movies that had some Oscar accolades on top of other movies in general, but I just haven't been able to. There's also two other shows that I'm trying to catch up on. The current season of Doctor Who, I'm like three episodes behind on that one. And of course, this new show by CBS Access, Picard, which is, of course, one of my favorite Star Trek characters of all time. And uh, there's a new show about him post-Enterprise. There's a lot of good reviews on it. There are people at my job saying what a great show it is. And so I have a couple of those episodes a la Sweden. And I, I hope to see them soon. And uh, hopefully by the next recording, I will. I will have and I will get back to you on those uh, shows. So, uh, yeah, that's it for today. I have nothing else to say. I uh, really have no other questions. So if you have any questions, come. I have no, what am I saying? I have nothing else more to say. <laughs> Let's just leave it at that. But if you have any comments, questions, what have you, by all means, you can reach me at ny at protonmail.com. Yep, I brought it back. Or my website, juliofromnewyorkshow.com. Click on the contact section there. And, of course, I'm also on Twitter at juliofromny. So until next time, thank you for listening.